Kathy Mosasana on SAFM. Well, let me welcome Matsidi Somfikwe, who is the member of, of the Mayoral Committee for Finance in the city of Johannesburg, MMC. Mfikwe, firstly, let me apologize because I know that we were scheduled uh, to begin this conversation a lot earlier. So thank you so much for, um, you know, just your generosity in terms of how long you've waited for us to get to you this morning. Nice, Katie, and good morning to your listeners. Let's talk about the debt rehabilitation program in the city of Johannesburg. You have, you are extending this particular program. Is it the deadline that you're extending or is it the number of people that you're extending it to? Tell us about just that criteria that you're using. The motivation behind the extension is purely so that we get more of our residents to apply we had noted that the wine process that ended in July, end of July, did not yield as much numbers that we had anticipated. And uh, remember, its, part, it, it, its role is to relieve uh, our communities, our ratepayers, from the burden that they have of not being able to pay their rates. So we extend the, for the beneficiaries to mm-hmm. up until the 31st of December. So effectively, you found that not enough people had applied to take up or to take advantage of this program? Yes, yes, that is what happened. And that was the motivation that let's extend the reach. Also, we're thinking that probably it was not properly advertised. It was not uh, not enough awareness was made for our communities. And this is where, Kate, we appreciate uh, talking to radio stations. Of course, we'll use social media and try as much as possible within the COVID regulations to reach out to our communities, for us to be able to reach as much as possible of our ratepayers for them to benefit out of this relief. Let's talk about the state of debt when it comes to the, the, the residents of the city of Joburg right now. What are the debt rates looking like? Look, it, it's, not look it's not looking bad, but I must say that in the fourth quarter, we were able to reach our target and go above it in terms of collection. You know, but we are alive to the fact that your basic, basic, basic residents that are owning houses beyond below 1.5 million would not be able to pay because it is them that are affected by COVID. It is them who had to be laid off because of COVID. It is them who had to who laid who actually lost their jobs, and that is who our beneficiaries out of this program we want to be. Those ones that we know that they they were really dealt with by the impact of COVID. That contributes to the debt of to the debt of the city. Our debt book doesn't look good. Um, in fact, part of what we want to engage our EM on is a possible write-off of about seven thousand houses that were left by parents for their children, and their rates um, are above one point five million. Mm. You know, so that we relieve these childhooded uh, these kids who are child in homes, the childhooded homes. We relieve the pensioners that we know that they're not going to be able to come and pay their long outstanding rates. So we are entering that conversation with the EM. Then once we get approval for him, we will indicate who are we writing off for so that we clean the debtors book. How widespread would you say that this problem is, particularly the issue of parents who have now passed away and children being left to try and, and deal with, with um, you know, the cost of living and not necessarily being fully able to take over some of these costs? 
as I'm saying, Katie, that we, we identify 7,000 accounts that we feel could be for child headache, could be pensioners, or some of them could be left with families. We're talking about 7,000. Okay. And it's a large number, you know. So once the AM says to us, okay, let us look at actual possibilities of writing off, then we'll zoom into the actual account. Then I can come back to you and say, Katie, of the 7,000, this is the actual amount that we found, mm. you know, of the number of properties, including the actual monetary value that we found that we are not going to be able to get out of these houses. So we just need permission. Then once we do, we'll do an in-depth study of the 7,000 houses. What is the criteria that you're using in terms of how old the debt must be for those who want to apply for this program? It should be people who have not been able to pay the rate since COVID was introduced in the last year or so. And one, the two is that the houses must be less than 1.7 million as per the property rate that the city has. And of course, we are going to do an assessment in making sure that when city says, I can't pay for this for the whole 12, 13 months because I was laid off for nine months. Really, it is. So we'll in, include have a include having conversations with the actual employers. So that's okay, the right people benefit. I mean, one thing that I've learned is that both KT and TD, they are working, they're earning a salary because they're living with the elderly. They're hiding behind the elderly. Then the elderly is not able to pay. You know, mm-hmm. so we want to zoom into and make sure that the actual people that must benefit out of this process indeed do benefit and we remove your goals to make payers from, from the picture. So we will do an in-depth assessment mm-hmm. of the application. And, and, and for the people who have houses that, whose value is more than 1.5 million, right? And we've seen some cases where... People have been disconnected. They owe, you know, in the hundreds of thousand rands worth of electricity. Would they in any way be eligible for such a program? A person whose property is above 1.5 million is not going to be eligible. But we encourage them to come through to the city to make a payment arrangement. You know, the terms are agreed between the parties Mm. so that you are able to gradually or depending on how much you've agreed with the city. To, for you to continue paying. What is important, Kathy, and I need to say this, is that once people have entered a payment arrangement with the city, they actually do not pay their monthly consumption. You see in your bill there where it says current, uh, current account or current amount, it's important for people to pay that with the amount that we would have agreed to pay. So we're finding that once there's an agreement, people don't pay what they currently consume on a day-to-day basis, mm. but they're only focusing on the arrangement. And it accumulates because then you are consuming, you are not paying. So your debt does not get reduced. Instead, it gets more because you are not paying for your day-to-day consumption. So it is important for our community to understand that. Pay your arrangement, but also pay what you are consuming, your current consumption. Please pay for it as well. Tepo, you're calling us from Florida. Good morning. Hey, ma'am, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Go for it, Sebo. Yes, Katie, thank you very much for, for inviting the, 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 the COJ. And, you know, we've got a, a, a very serious issue with uh, COJ, especially now since you guys are talking about, um, uh, uh, I, I, I believe you're talking about standalones. Uh, we, we bought into a complex. Uh, it was developed by Calgro in 2015, February the 25th, we moved in. 
uh, the same complex it was registered in 2013. We are sitting with a with a, a, a debt of 1.9 uh, million, uh, of which we've approached a, a COJ from 2015. Whenever we went there, they said the account is not in our name. It was under the developer's name. Uh, we managed to change the account only in 2018. We were assisted by Sean Gavender and uh, the councillor Caleb. So what happened after it? I've got all the emails. Uh, and we went to the meetings with these people only to find out that they said we must go to the back office. I went there myself and some of my colleagues. When we went there, they said to us that, no, they can't give us a reference. And now whenever you, you complain about these things, they say to you that, no, you need to uh, uh, provide a reference. Uh, even today, I'm still talking to Gavenda uh, about the same issue that, no, the, the very same uh, account that was opened uh, for us to can uh, query the account, all the, the, the monies or the debt that was owed from 2013 when it was registered as a stand and the, the, the complex was not yet built, uh, it was loaded onto the, to the new account. So we are sitting with the amount of 1.9 million. Yes, we are paying the current that she was uh, suggesting that, no, it, it is better for you to pay the current. Reasons being, we don't want to, uh, our water to be cut. Mm. So if you can please find out for us that why are we supposed to be paying for the developer and the municipality's fault? Because nobody's coming forth to help us. And we are sitting now with storage. They are busy developing in extension five in zero. Uh, electricity is whenever there's, there's a, 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 a what you call um, a, whenever there's load shedding, when electricity comes, it doesn't come back in, in extension five because they are busy building, but they are not increasing the, the capacity. Uh, sewage is that has started now. The same issue. All the complexes that are in zero, they are experiencing the same problem of mm. having accounts that they cannot query. Only after they, they have opened accounts, then uh, COJ would come and say, you must make arrangements with the same depth that was under the, the developer. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. All right, Sapo, let's give the MMC an opportunity to respond. Ms. Mfikwe? Casey, I wouldn't have the detail of, of what Sapo is raising. Can I give him my email address that he can email forward me the conversations that he's had? Then I can ask the team, even go to the back office and ask. What is the story? Then we can be able to respond to him. Right now, honestly, I'm going to tell him what I think, which might not be the truth. So I don't want to be in trouble. Okay. You can go ahead and do that. My email address is matidiso, M-A-T-S-H-I-D-I-S-O-M, at jobek.org.za. All right. Matsidisom at joburg.org.za. MMC, yes, let me thank you so much for coming on to the show today. That was uh, the mayoral committee member for finance at the city of Johannesburg, Matsidiso Mfikwe, and uh, raising awareness about the debt rehabilitation program that the city is extending, particularly to homeowners uh, that have properties that are less than 1.5 million rand. All right, it's just gone midday. It's time for me to hand over to 